Welcome campers, this is Aaron and Bryce, your camp host, and you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. Married life. Married life, what do you got? I got a smoothie. <laughs> I've been having Jamba Juice at home lately, like That's, every day. Like, you make it. We make it. Yeah. And I think it's really just some protein powder. And the peanut butter mm. that makes it. But it's the blend texture yeah. of the Vitamix. And so that's been really good. I like smoothies. I kind of forget about them. Do you? Yeah. And, and I'll go on a jag for a while and I'll make, yeah. I'll make them every once. I like the super, super green. Like, I always like to put kale in mine yeah. or some sort of thing like that. Which really, really affects the like texture of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a juicer. Oh, okay. Where I could just juice all the kale. But Do you need one? I got one in that box of stuff over there going to uh, Goodwill. Serious? Yeah. Does it work somewhere. really good? It's Jack Lane. I don't know what that means. That's like some juicer guy. Oh. I think that's his name. Hmm. Jack something. Amy would probably kill me if I brought home another appliance. It's great. Yeah. The juicer is great, but it's labor intensive because you're yeah. pulp and you're cleaning and you're discarding. Mm-hmm. But I would juice a lot and I'd make like... Apple, carrot, ginger. Yeah. I'd like do jalapeno and, and lemon to have a juice, but it just takes a lot of time and effort. Hmm. But when I'm on a little bit more of a health kick, yeah. I tend to do that. Yeah. I just got the Ninja, you know, blender. Oh, yeah. And that thing works pretty good. I had the Ninja, and then I blended the top. You know how it has the little corner piece? Yeah. It clicks on. <laughs> that was down in it, it and I blended it, and it was like... To buy that part from Ninja.com or yeah. whatever it is was yeah. like $45. So I'm You're like, like oh. no way. I was like, well, maybe it's time to get married and ask for a Vitamix. Oh, so did you get that for <laughs> your wedding? It was a wedding gift. Oh, yeah. cool. That's great. Yeah, so it's been good. <laughs> Corey's been making those. I enjoy them. <laughs> that's awesome. It's been good. So that's been Camp Kitchen. Yeah, yeah exactly. Camp Cooler Kitchen. A little early. Dude, today is a big day for my dog. I mean, it might be, a, you might call it a down day. Bad, or a small a bad day. day. A bad yeah. day for my dog? Yeah. I don't know. So he's about 18 months now. Yeah. Listener who's been here for the entire journey probably remembers him when he's just a little pup. Just a little Hanging dude. out, little guy. But uh, getting his balls chopped today. Eesh. I didn't. I decided to not do the at-home rubber band method. Okay. Probably, <laughs> probably a safe play, you know? <laughs> but I did consider asking the vet the following question. And I want okay. to see... How do you think I should ask this? Because I oftentimes don't have a gauge of like, I want to, I say something or send something and I'm like, oh, that's funny. I'm clearly joking, but it's mm-hmm. funny. So okay. I do it. And so, but sometimes people don't get my humor <laughs> yeah. and it comes Including across me. like, it comes across <laughs> as like yeah. mean or rude or whatever, but it's like, I'm just joking mm-hmm. and sarcastic and stuff way too much of the time. Mm. But here, here's what I'm thinking about asking. Okay. A. Should we get a ser- sperm sample and freeze it just in case? <laughs> in case. Okay. Just in case. Oh, and da, da, B, da. <laughs> yes. can we keep his testicles in a small jar of formaldehyde on our desk to use as a paperweight? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's so weird and weird. Just super weird. <laughs> I think they're reasonable questions. I wouldn't imagine I'd be the first one to ask. You'll find out real quick if your vet has a sense of humor, you know. Yeah. Because if I, if somebody yeah. asked me that in a very like serious professional role, I would think that was hilarious. <laughs> it's 
And like, I would really like that customer. Like, actually, would you opt for a jar or would you like a mason jar or would you like to upgrade to the resin encased? Yeah, like they could send me like a link and they're like, yeah, we have these jar options available, even if they don't do it. Like if they sent back and they're like, oh, definitely, it's a $50 charge, but we have these jar options available and sent me a link, I would think that was hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) And then also, if they can do it, good for them. Like, good for River on the first part, you know, he gets that. Um, but on the second part, I, I think I'd like to have that as a keepsake. I just want to know the what if for the sample, like, just in case, like, what is that scenario? Like, hey, River, we have frozen cryogenically your seed just in case. What is that scenario? Just in case. I don't. What do you mean scenario? What is it? What does it What's look like? The just in case, yeah. It, oh, in the future. What if when I'm 65, rivers no more, you need and there's new technology where they're like, if you have DNA from your pets, we can make a new pet, and it's like the same pet, <laughs> and the he's same. the best dog. So that would be awesome. That's a just in case. I love it. What if we have a friend <laughs> who gets a, a female dog of some sort, mm-hmm. and they are trying to get the dog to have a litter? Yeah, would be like, but River has no none of that capability back anymore or the dog has like fertility issues and you can do in vitro puppy. yeah 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 that's a possibility so that's there's some what ifs dude hilarious. but i think that i might ask i might have asked we'll see how it goes but that's his day so we got a <laughs> we got kind of a lowly planned nothing weekend because i don't imagine that he's gonna be no all raring to go he's have you ever you ever fix a dog uh, yeah, my last golden retriever I did. Okay. Uh, How, and how'd the next couple of days look for dogs? Not great. Not great. Okay. Do uh, they get pills or shots or anesthetic? Oh, or? yeah, he had some pill we gave him. It made him pretty Anesthesia. drowsy, you know, and, and which is good, but you want to keep them kind of on their thing because... They go wear the cone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, um, he chewed out his staples, Oh, which was not good for him. It didn't affect me at all. I mean, you had to pay for it again. Uh, I can't remember how we even fixed all that, but it was, I think... Staple gun. It wasn't all the staples. It was just like, well, let's see how it goes, right? You know, and it all of a sudden you have a plum mm. going on down there. Angry, mm-hmm. angry plum. And mm. I'm like, dude, you got to like not do that. <laughs> That's not a good idea. And uh, so anyway, he we were making sure that we were way more on top. So I think the cone either fell off or we took it off for a second for whatever reason. Mm. But they literally bunk into everything, and it's just the worst. And I think now... They the dogs? or they? Yeah. The, the, oh, the, the dogs. They're like, what is this? Because, yeah. you know, who walks around with a cone on their head all the time? And um, the uh, I think there's new technology in the cone thing, the cone game. I think it's different than ours was. Mm. So Yours was like the... The interlocking clasps of plastic. Yes. Yes. And then like buttons or, or, mm-hmm. or threads. Snaps like, or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I think they're different now. Mm. It might be foam or some sort of... Advances in cone technology. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. That but would yeah. be an interesting day job if like all you did was invent and design new pet cones. Pet cones, yeah. It's like that's... You know, I'm a designer. I, I'm, a, I'm totally an inventor and, you know, I design all these things and it sounds all prestigious. <laughs> then you, you go to dinner parties and people are like, enough. We don't care about the dog cone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So funny. 
Um, yeah, my my uh, so that golden retriever, his name was Baker, and he also it it was hilarious because he would get into the the bathroom garbage and mm. eat paper and whatever. He was just a naughty. Yeah, and he would get his head stuck in the top of the garbage can because it had one of those flip mm-hmm. like back and forth lids. Uh, like the domed thing. It basically was a cone. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. he'd stick his head through there. It would get stuck Couldn't and it get would it out take with his the ears. thing off. Uh, and so we'd come home and he'd be laying down like ashamed. And he'd be like, I did it again. What are you doing? We would just sometimes leave it on for a few minutes. And, you know, it's like, what did you do? Mm. You know, and he's like, you know, it's so <laughs> funny. But you're also you're like, Gross! Don't do that. That's yeah. nasty. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. You can wear that cone garbage can for the rest of the day. Yeah, seriously, that's I did that for a little bit. Like let him wear a while, and he didn't like that. I bet not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So we'll see. Well, good luck, River. Good luck. I'm looking forward to the down weekend this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. Me mellow. Be it's nice. Right up your alley. Yeah, gets a chance to do. We we've lived here since sucked. October, November, November. Okay. We have one picture on the wall. So maybe we'll maybe we'll hang some stuff. Do some homemaking. It'll yeah. also clear out the piles of prints and posters and art and photos and stuff that yeah. are laying there waiting, mm-hmm. nagging at me. Just one more thing to do. Yep. <laughs> so, so all right. Okay. I've been in some recent conversations. Okay. Uh, that have spurred a a thought that I'd like to talk about. Okay. And one of the the conversations we talked about was boat batteries okay. and like the life of boat batteries. Oh specifically. yeah. Specifically, and batteries in general. But this guy was talking um, about his boat batteries. I love this. Let's talk about batteries. <laughs> and, and then um, campers. Like, oh okay. Right? Yeah. And then my shop. Okay. okay. So so all of these things, although seemingly, these are different conversations, seemingly unrelated, and they were totally different conversations. Okay. They have okay. something in common. Oh. And and so the the thing is, it's like when you this guy was talking about boat batteries, he was having to give something up to get something else, right? In campers, it's a constant conversation of like, what's the ideal camper, mm. right? And and you know, it's like, do you get the one? That has a bathroom in it. Well, if you do, you sacrifice space. Plus, mm-hmm. you have now you have a bathroom in there, and you have to take care of that thing. Um, or do you get the kitchen one, or do you not? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, do you get extra beds or a table? Yeah. And and so and then of course the shop. You know what is the shop, right? So is it a garage? Is it a workshop? Mm. Is it is it a man cave? Or we just hang out and do man stuff. Yeah. Or is it a bonus room, right? I think it's all those things. It could be, right? Yeah. So, so those are those are just uh, examples of kind of what I'm getting at. Okay. And that is, there's there's always, uh, we always face limitations mm. in life, right? And so when we face those, well, how do we respond to them? You know what I mean? Okay. So. So, um, talk to me a little bit about limitations. What are you, what are you talking about? Boundaries, constraints, 
kind of more of a constraints thing. Okay. So okay, for so for example, let's take the shop. Okay, we'll use that as okay. an example. And then I, I don't want to miss getting back to boat batteries. Uh, we probably won't return to boat batteries. Just FYI. What? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you had a whole conversation about boat batteries. Yeah. Not I'd like, with, not I'd with like you, to though. know more. Okay, I saw that and I was like, <laughs> I don't remember us talking about this, but I sure would like to. No, no. I think nobody else. They'll be sleeping. What? Uh, we, I barely could pay attention to it. It was boring for me. Somebody was asking you like how long a boat battery lasts it, it or was, should it last it or do you leave it in the batteries, boat ideal type of batteries what's the oh. life of the battery temperature blah blah all that stuff okay because boring, boring, boring oh man this is big talk in like the solar setup yeah. world yeah. types of battery weights of batteries yeah. temperatures of batteries longevity of batteries yeah. capacity this drain is why of batteries. we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> let's keep going this is great so spare batteries so if you have batteries. like a, a shop like a space okay. like and we both now have sort of that kind of a situation mm-hmm. right yeah if you <clears throat> mine's part studio though if if you empty it exactly <laughs> mine's less studio more shop right now more shop more yeah. bonus room you yeah. got a sofa more bonus room more mechanic shop yeah right? so just have a if you have an open studio. open okay. blank space yeah <clears throat> now you have to decide how you're going to use it and so my question is are you overwhelmed with limitless options like when there's when when the world is your oyster Mm. you can do whatever you Mm -hmm. want do you make progress and do you come up with a good solution Mm. and and i think we all experience this on some level and i don't think we really think through this process very much it's just like i don't know someday we're gonna do this or we're gonna do that amy and i have certainly done this about the shop we've talked Mm -hmm. about the possibilities but a lot of it is just taking the time right and setting it aside and saying, we're not doing anything except for this project right now. Yeah. And um, and I can guarantee you that as we do this project, we're going to have discussions slash arguments about like <laughs> what's going to go where yeah. and how we're going to use this and that. But but the whole point is, you know, you're like, yeah, I got a shop now. Yeah. You start having the conversations and you're like, do this. You Like you said, you can pull your car in, check fluids, you know. Check the you fluids. Can, you can have a studio, you can have a workbench, you can have a fridge, yeah. you can have, you know, poker nights, yeah. you, all these things that you can do in your shop and they affect each other. And all of a sudden you, you can, you can end up with either just a, a hoarder's garage, which mm. you've tried to say, Hey, I don't want this anymore. And mm-hmm. I would be in agreement with you. I don't want that either. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. And so how is it that you can use limitations in a space to come to a better and mm. uh, more ideal or creative solution. So might it might this look like when you look over here and I see this wall with these hooks and and I say, man, look at how much space I have for earmuffs and safety glasses. Exactly. <laughs> I, I could fill that thing up. I could get to, look at how much space I have for lighters there. Right. Or I say, am I better off by saying this is one beam and this is where my Muffs yeah. go and my, my two muffs and right. my two safety glasses. Get rid of the rest. Purge it. Exactly. Use it intentionally in that sort of way. I would also ask about the shop and the getting to it mm-hmm. and the project. Mm-hmm. This just came to mind, so I'll just talk about it. So my brother, you know, my brother hired a gardener. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you this? A few years ago. No. Yeah. I, didn't, I think when the pandemic hit, they didn't because they were home more, and so they were able to, you know, be around and, and take care of it, and mm-hmm. they like doing it. Mm-hmm. But his gardener just takes care of the maintenance of like p- 
pulling the weeds, mowing the grass so that they could allocate limited time uh-huh. toward the part of the activity they enjoyed the most, right? Planting gardens, uh-huh. plants, potters, that like more sort of landscaping stuff. kind of stuff or Yeah, or more that sort of the stuff. The beautification part. The beautification part. Yeah. Yeah. And I would I would ask you like with your shop, you kind of face a, a different dynamic than I do with a multitude of people. Mm-hmm. Like your shop time mm-hmm. can kind of be invested in the maintenance and the upkeep at a base level of like picking stuff up, emptying the trash, the bags are full, mm-hmm. the cups are over there. Mm-hmm. And that's preventing maybe from like tackling the bigger projects. Yeah. Because you're constantly at this like, ah, I'm dealing with all this little stuff here. Yeah. That really gets me no momentum and <clears throat> makes me go where we want to go with the project. Like when I had to work on Amy's car, I had to clean my shop to get the car into it. Right. So it's a perfect example of just going, okay, the limitation of space forced me mm. to solve a problem. Uh, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and granted, if it was wide open and empty, yeah, sure, you could just come in. But yeah. then you have to have tools. Like if now you have, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and so the and not only that, but in in cleaning a space for the for the car, I also had to make sure that things weren't in the weather. And so it mm. forced me to kind of throw a few things away, clean up, like what you're saying. Did and we ever give that listener? prize away that's in your driveway no it's still it's still <laughs> in my driveway and i keep remembering or forgetting to bring it to your driveway <laughs> i don't want it i don't want it um so anyway but but that's the it got me to thinking not necessarily about shops or whatever but the conversation is in limitations and i had a boss at one point that was teaching us this same uh thought process and i do agree with it and it's the fact that you know in a creative process, um, limitations actually encourage creativity instead of the other way around. We would probably mm. instinctively say, no, if you're going to, if, if you want me to be creative, don't limit me. Yeah. And, and I would say that that's totally not true because I've kind of, I've worked on teams that, that this has been tested on and, and it's like, oh yeah, actually when you give yourself a boundary, it forces you to find a creative, creative solution. Mm. And if you don't need to find a creative solution, you won't. And like case in point. uh, The boat batteries. No. (laughs) Kids, right? Okay. So kids that are, you know, for all intents and purposes, trust fund babies, right? Okay. They're never forced to work, you know, for something or to be motivated to, to do anything. They just get a bank account filled up. There's, there's not, they don't, you know, they end up living a life of no direction. There's no passions. They're just kind of trying to stave off boredom yeah. by funding the next activity with mom and dad's money. Hmm. You know, college. I feel the same way about college. Some people pay for their kids' college. I think that's fine. That's their decision. Mm-hmm. I won't. I won't hmm. pay for my kids' college. Because why would they, why would I do that? I'm going to rob them the opportunity to value the education that they funded. Hmm. Or to say, this costs a lot. Do I really want it? Oh, yeah. Right? So that limitation of money makes them decide, is this worth it? And then when we're able to navigate those kinds of situations. I mean, you could do it with any example. You know, Mm -hmm. it could be a new pair of boots. It could Mm -hmm. be a car that a kid's going to get. You've oftentimes talked about it with, not in financial terms, but like kids whose parents let them do whatever versus having rules and boundaries, like that sort of thing. Same. Totally. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, 
all of us to some extent are looking for, you know, our why, our purpose and mm-hmm. this and that. And the fact that we are limited by certain things in life, you know, financial, physical limitations, geographical, time, you know, we all operate within those kinds of spaces. Mm-hmm. It creates, it, it forces us to come up with solutions to pursue passions. Mm. So to, to find, it's like, you know, we've talked before about like, when are you going to have time to camp, right? Go camping. Yeah. Whereas you used to have a lot of time to go camping. And I don't think that you undervalued it at all. But what you have found and learned recently is the that you actually value camping in that, that off time way more than maybe you even thought you did. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was just an intentional curation of a pace of life that was yeah. s- soaked in leisure. Yeah. And it's a pace. And it's the time thing, I think, primarily, because then mm-hmm. it gives me it everything is an opportunity cost. Well, I don't have time. I get you know, I've I've often said stuff like, you know, <clears throat> I'm I'm always trying to find the blend of the balance mm-hmm. of time or money because it's easy to have yeah. plenty of time and yeah. no money. Like yeah. it, that's the probably the easiest one, but it has challenges. It's also you know you can figure out a way to go have money but no time, but that that creates its own set of mm-hmm. contrasted uh, challenges. And so I was just kind of wandering around here the other day, looking you know I'm mm-hmm. trying to unpack and organize a little bit. I'll show you that other garage we got that going pretty well but it's like got a bunch of outdoor gear mm-hmm. looking at the camper the truck's not even the camper's not even on the truck and i'm like man i got some stuff that i used to be able to play with uh-huh. back when i had no regular sort of uh daily work commitment right mm-hmm. like i worked a lot but i had the flexibility of time to work under when i wanted to work right so i could work early i could work late i could not work i could work weekend i could do whatever mm-hmm. um so I could craft a life that made space for those things that kept me very yeah. emotionally healthy. And now it's a little bit more challenging. So we're relooking at that and trying to figure out what that looks like in, in marriage and family and commitments mm-hmm. and opportunities. But I, I agree with you. I tend to, when everything is an option, like mm-hmm. I don't really select or I don't know which way to decide and go. I get right. kind of paralyzed and I'm like, well, I don't know what, I don't want to take anything off the table. So I'm just not going to do anything here. Yeah. So, yeah, I I definitely follow fall into that category of you can get paral, paralyzed by options, you know, paralysis mm-hmm. analysis or whatever. Um, and uh, I was reading an article recently talking about Galileo. Uh, you know, he invented the first telescope. You know, and he took okay. the common looking glass with a, a little tube and a lens in the end. Mm. And he and he's like, well, he couldn't. You know, he was trying to operate within a same space and and keep things the same size. <clears throat> and in so doing, stacked lenses on each other, you know, one after another, mm-hmm. to increase magnification to achieve what he wanted to do. Flat lenses or convex or concave? Uh, I, don't, I don't know how a telescope works. Honestly, I think Magic. it said, if, if I remember correctly, the article was telling talking about his being flat mm, okay. at the end, where ours now are curved. Yeah, got you. Uh, but again, this they're was better, the pioneer, now, right? But he the started. first guy yeah. with, like starting to figure this out. And it's like, wait, this lens next to this lens gives me the magnification. And, you, you know, and then like Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs was fanatical about giving his teams uh, constraints instead of endless freedom. And yeah. he and he was he would say, 
you this is the goal, this is the end goal, whatever it is, right? And and he would not sacrifice on the physical look of something. And so whatever space it was that they determined that item was going to main you know occupy, mm-hmm. you know whether it's a computer or a phone or whatever or an iPad or or an iPod I guess is what he was working on back in the old days. It it had to look nice to the user feel nice in the hand it had to be comfortable to hold it wasn't gonna his we're, we're losing all of our android folk right here we don't care <laughs> listen hey they, they this can't is get our simply, text messages anyway so what's it matter simply an example <laughs> okay got you. Yeah. yeah yeah and and uh yeah this is steve jobs the android phone that you're holding you can thank steve jobs for yeah that because yeah. he created the movement that made your stupid mm-hmm. android phone <laughs> It's hilarious. You see these like, you know, it's like we're Mac and Apple guys, right? Yeah. But, you know, yeah. like some of these, you'll see an ad for something that is clearly uh, a copycat design or feature of mm-hmm. a phone or a t- uh, iPad or a Mac, right? And yeah. it's like touted as a feature. And it's like, well, these things just kind of are part of the ecosystem and the environment yeah. if you're on this but yeah. i don't know these people those people will fight you you know you don't want to get too man <laughs> they'll give me a virus or something yeah i don't know some of these people are like oh my android i love it this and google and I'm my like, thing is great works. i don't care whatever you know whatever but like that's the the brilliant mind he's kind of he was sort of a genius in that in that realm of like look make it faster make it more you know make it have uh, more computing power yeah i want more space you don't get more space figure it out and so, yeah. like, that is what drove chip size smaller. And, you mm-hmm. know, the, and that's what just blows me away. He was totally pushing his teams to work inside limitations. And it mm. made creativity happen. Wow. So, anyway, it's pretty cool. I We're just all the better for it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The history books shall tell. <laughs> well, and I think it's just, you, you go through history, and when people come up against... You know, you, um, I'm trying to think of, I'm just spitballing here. But if we, if you were to think of um, even settling a land that's seemingly the world's your oyster. Mm. Like Mars. How do we go live on Mars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that well, an example? Um, sure. Don't <laughs> even know how to have that conversation. <laughs> Aren't they trying to do that? Are people trying to figure that out? Maybe like they it's are. a limitation. There's no water. I would say anyone who wants to go to Mars, go there. We will send you off with a great big party. Oh, wow. And say, see you later. Hope you figure it out. Great. Everybody else who wants to stay here, let's stay here and just like make the world better. I don't know. No, I just don't know. I don't, know. A, I don't I have don't a, know enough about it. a hunger for going to Mars or the, even I the barely moon. want to leave the county or the state, let <laughs> well, alone the planet. I want to see the world. I no. want to travel the world. But, but like, I don't need to go to space. Like, are you kidding me right now? It's so weird to me. I don't know. It's, it's not. It's not a. Uh, it's it's something that there you go. I would get paralysis by just by like. What do you mean? Where are we gonna go? Anywhere, you know, like Star Trek, the most boring show on the face of the planet. They were just flying around in space. Meeting. That's the one with the Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. You're just joking. <laughs> it's like talking about your dog's balls again. <laughs> yep. I don't know no Star Wars, dude. It's just like the most. And again, I'm probably offending people that love, oh, there love we Star go. Trek. Lost but it's like a quarter of our listeners. Oh boy, it's just like 
They're wandering space. Like they were just basically vagabonds, you know, <laughs> you know, live long and prosper. Yeah. It was like, they weren't really prospering. They were just floating around. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> they flew really fast, right? They went Didn't fast. They? Okay. The stars fast, would go hard. long, you know, and pointy years. Warp drive. Pointy years. Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. anyway, That's... Um, I just think it's, it's an interesting uh, topic to think through. And, and so I'm just curious, you know, what limitations are you faced with? Because we're all faced mm. with something, you know, I've been very inspired by Cora and her work mm. with the folks mm-hmm. that she works with that have physical disabilities. And, you know, I love her mantra. It's like, Hey, we can do hard things. And Powering so lives to thrive. <laughs> Empowering lives to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's awesome. And I love following but her. she has limitations that she's evaluating in that too now of like mm. physical limitations for what her body can do, pace yeah. that she can run and see kids and do that. So she's kind of looking at refocusing and more mm-hmm. experientially with mm-hmm. families and community mm-hmm. around that and yeah. building building that because her, her goal is for these kids and families to mm-hmm. not need her services, like work herself out of a job, right? And like there's no shortage of kids that, kids or families that need these supports. Right. And so like, how can she help these families holistically mm-hmm. as opposed to spending an hour of her time with someone? Mm-hmm. And so that's been built around family events, community yeah. and empowering them together mm-hmm. to march forward. So, but she, because of a necessity out of her limitations that she has time mm-hmm. and physical abilities for the body. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. It's like, I would encourage you to like, when you're looking at your situation, whatever it is that you're faced with, what are the limitations that you're faced with? It's a puzzle. So how are you going to solve the puzzle? Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with a friend. Email us questions or topic ideas at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. And if we use your topic, we'll even send you a sticker to say thanks. Check us out at patreon.com slash breakingcamp and join the BCP family today. Now get outside and have some fun.